All right, we're recording again. Let's try it one more time. All right, here we go. On episode 391 of Nintendo Switchcraft, I just bought a brand new Switch. We've got an update for Super Hot and the SN30 Pro Plus. Some Final Fantasy VIII information is here. And on top of all that, I want to talk about Astral Chain for just a little bit. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, this is Ralph, and you're listening to Bill, Mr. Forgetful himself, getting distracted by shiny things on Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And on Saturdays, you can find us over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Nico J. You can get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free, just like Nico does, for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. You can leave a voicemail to play on the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, before we get going, uh, I have got a giveaway. Uh, I am giving away this week a $10 eShop gift card that's going to be going out on Saturday or be being given away on Saturday. And for more information about how you can get that, go to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. All right. Uh, with that being said, I do have an update that I have to make sure that I tell you guys. Um, there will be no episode on Friday and there will be no episode on Saturday. And the reason for that is because I am going to be at Dragon Con. I'm going to be getting on the plane very, very early morning on Friday, flying down to Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to be at Dragon Con. I'm going to be on a bunch of panels down there. If you're going to be in the Atlantic, Atlanta, Georgia area and you're going to Dragon Con, uh, you can find out which panels I'm on by going to runjumpstomp.com slash dragoncon. So you can find all of that information there. All right. With that being said, it's time to get started. Let's talk Nintendo. When you've lost your last man, hold A and B to continue where you left off. Do this before the title screen appears. That's right. You want to do that before the title screen appears. All right. Let's start... I, I made a purchase. I guess it's story time, guys. I don't didn't know if you guys knew this or not, but I love story time. Uh, and we've got a little bit of story time today. Uh, my my son and I both have Nintendo Switches. And so uh, a couple days ago, I went and I got not one, but two V2 Switches. I went to the store and uh, we, we did the, we went to GameStop and we did the trade in for two V2 switches, uh, I it was I was gonna do it for him regardless because he uses his as a um, uh, as a portable handheld all the time. Like he almost never docks it, uh, so I was definitely gonna get his because he you know the increased battery life for him would be uh, absolutely huge. For me, it's not that important, but I decided that I wanted to do it for mine as well. And the reason for that was because mine is you know it's two and a half years old, almost three. And uh, getting a new one means that it, now it's brand new. 
for the for the price of a set of Joy Cons, I'm basically getting a brand new Switch. Uh, so uh, let's talk about my experience with this. So I, I, we packed up all our stuff. We went to Game GameCom, Game um, GameStop. There we go. Uh, we packed up all our stuff. We went to GameStop. I called ahead of time and I said, "Hey, uh, I want to do the system transfer in the store. Is that okay?" The woman on the on the phone said, "It's okay." But our internet's really crappy, so it might not work the way that you're hoping. And I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll try it out and see what happens. So um, I went downstairs, and I told my son what we were doing, and he was very excited. Uh, I explained to him about the longer battery life and all that stuff. And, and plus, uh, his was like the kickstand wouldn't stay on anymore for some reason, and um, and, you know, it was just kind of old and beat up after two and a half years of being used by, you know, a 10-year-old. So uh, we went in and uh, we got there and I, I talked to the woman behind the counter. And uh, first off, you're, you very seldom will you hear me say something good about GameStop. And it's never been about their employees. It's always about the business decisions that the executives at GameStop make. Uh, the people at the GameStop here, well, there's a couple of GameStops within driving distance to my house, but the people who work at the GameStop that I went to are awesome people. And I was very, very happy to work with them. So I walked up and I said, Hey, I want to do the switch exchange. So she rang it up and I looked at the price and they were only giving me 200 for each switch. So I was like, uh, I thought it was supposed to be 225 like there's supposed to be a $25 bonus. And she, she said, well, actually, uh, she's been running into this a lot. The, the fact is, is that the trade-in price for $200 for a switch is for the V2 switch. Now, who in the hell is trading in a V2 switch? I don't know. But apparently, the V2 switch is you get $200 for this. And for the V1 switch, you get 175 So 175 plus 25 brought it up to 200 And I'm trading in two switches, so that means I was out 50 bucks, And I was very, very irritated by that. I wasn't rude or anything. I was just like, oh, man, everything that I had read about was this. And, and uh, she said, oh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just wave it this time. Uh, I'll give you the deal that you were expecting, and uh, we can go ahead and do this. And I was like, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, so we rang it up and got everything set, and then she goes, you can go over here to this counter and start doing your system transfer. And she came over to help me with it, which was above and beyond. Like, they don't have to stand there and help me do it, but I was they did. Uh, so we turned on the switch. She, got, um, she, she told me to put my switch on my phone, uh, for Wi-Fi because I, I use Wi-Fi hotspot on my phone, and she was going to put hers or, or the the new one on the um, on GameStop's Wi-Fi, and then we would do the system transfer. So uh, I did that, and we couldn't get them to connect to each other. Like the the new switch would not see my old switch, and my old switch would not see the new switch, and we sat there for. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going to say probably 45 minutes just troubleshooting and trying to get it to work. And it was very, very frustrating. It just, they wouldn't connect at all. So I talked to, 
Or, or so then they decided to call Nintendo, and don't worry, I didn't record it. Uh, my wife made a joke about that because I told my wife what happened, and she goes, "Oh sure, you called Nintendo, did you?" Uh, so she she said, well, "We can't trust you when you say you call Nintendo." Uh, but anyway, I um, if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, just Google YouTube or uh, go to my YouTube channel and look for Gizmodo. You'll you'll understand what I'm talking about then. Uh, so anyway. What was I saying? I got distracted by shiny things. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So she calls Nintendo, and the Nintendo guy says, well, you have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. And we're like, okay, that's fine. So we hung up, and we uh, reconnected the one that was connected to the store Wi-Fi to my phone. That didn't work. Then we reconnected the one, both of them, to the store Wi-Fi. That didn't work. And while she was on the phone with Nintendo, this was actually very fortunate. I The whole time, and I've got face blindness, so you know that it's something, if I kind of am recognizing somebody, I, I was wrong, I wasn't recognizing somebody, but when she said her last name to the, um, to, to the Nintendo representative, uh, I was like, ah, oh, I know it now. Now I know why I kind of sort of recognized her. It wasn't that I was recognizing her. It was that I was one of her sister's teachers. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I teach science. So I was one of her sister's teachers. And, uh, you know, while we were on hold for Nintendo or whatever, I said, by the way, do you have a sister? And they were like, yes. And I said, and they, they said the, the sister's name. And, and I said, oh, I taught her, uh, ninth grade science class. And we talked about, uh, her for a little bit while we were waiting. Fast forward to we can't get anything to work. And I just kind of leaned over and I said, you know, I can take these home and get it done at my fast Internet at home. And she goes, well, I I don't know that that we should do that because I could get in trouble if you didn't bring it back. And I was like, that's understandable. No problem. It's it's not it's not your fault that this isn't working. I'm I I will be patient and wait. Uh, So. We waited for a little while longer. We kept trying troubleshooting things. We kept trying to do things, and it wouldn't work. And then finally, she said, let me call my manager real quick. And she calls up the, her manager, and she's talking to her manager, and she goes, he's actually one of my high school teachers, or a teacher from my high school is what is the way that she phrased it. And uh, he, I, I'm willing to let him take it home and bring it back because I know who he is, and I I trust him to do that. So... You know, she talked to her manager for a little bit and her manager said, "Okay, go ahead. Uh, So they handed me all four Nintendo switches and I got in the car and drove them back to my house, which is incredibly crazy for this woman to do. In fact, when I when we were on my way on the way home, I told my son, I go, if you ever have a job in retail do not do what she just did. It's great customer service, but this could really, like, if I were not an honest person, this could come back and bite her in the rear end really bad. So uh, we went home with all four switches. I got home. I I did all of the transfers. It took, I don't know, probably an hour or a little bit more than an hour. And then uh, I, I set them up to start downloading all of the games. I grabbed the old switches, put them in my backpack, uh, went back to the to the car, drove back to GameStop. When I walked in, the girl looked up and she goes, yes! Like, she was really worried the whole time. Honestly, she really should not have let me take those home. That was very, very scary for her. Uh, but 
she, I, I took it. I took it back to the store, turned them in. She said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I said, Hey, you went above and beyond letting me do this. So I really appreciate it. And then I, I, I left, I came home and I figured, okay, I've got 300, uh, megabits per second internet. It's blazingly fast internet. And I've got over 200 games on my Nintendo Switch. I'm going to start... I, I already had everything start downloading. I assumed assumed that it would... Oh, gosh, I almost forgot. I had to re-download everything, and I left this out. Because when you put your SD card into the new Nintendo Switch... I took my SD card out of my old Switch, put it in the new Switch. It says... This is from another Nintendo Switch. If you want to use it, you have to format it. So even though all my games were on that card, it had to delete that card and uh, re like re-download everything anyway, which was very frustrating. I just assumed that everything that was on my card would come across no problem, and I wouldn't have to do a re-download. But I did have to re-download, and I understand why Nintendo does that, but it's still lame and stupid. So... um. Uh, so I uh, re-downloaded everything, which took uh, like two days. It took all day, all night, and most of the next day to finish downloading. It was insane to down, and I didn't even download every game, but I downloaded a lot of games, and a lot of those are very big games. And it took forever. Um, let me see what else did I want to talk about. Oh, all of this nonsense could have been avoided. This is really the reason that I wanted to talk about this. All of this nonsense could have been avoided if Nintendo had allowed us to have cloud saves on every single game. So I, you know, I looked up a list of the games that don't have cloud saves, and uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go is one of them. And if that had cloud saves, in fact, that's the only one that doesn't have cloud saves that I own. Uh, oh no, and Splatoon Two. Sorry. Uh, so those two games don't have cloud saves. And if they did, I should have just been able to say, oh, here's your Switch, here's my Switch, take it home, turn it on, re-download everything, and it's done. It's like, look, here's my phone. I could throw this phone in a river tomorrow. I could throw it into a volcano tomorrow and then head to the Apple Store, buy a brand new one, sign in, and almost immediately, my phone would be just like it already is right now. It is ridiculous that in this day and age, Nintendo can't figure out how to do that. It's just foolish. And it's very, very irritating. And the whole process, it, like that, 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 that girl being worried that I was going to steal those, uh, me being frustrated standing there for the better part of an hour, actually probably longer than an hour in the GameStop waiting for us to figure out how to do this, my son standing there, like... He was look. He was entertained for maybe ten minutes, but after that, he was just like, "All right, Dad, this is terrible. What are we doing?" So, uh, anyway, the long and the short of it is, we've got the V two switches in the house, and I'm happy. You know, I had a happy ending, but man, what a hassle! Now, I want to talk about what you can do to avoid all of the nonsense that I went through. And if you want to hear that, stick around for after the break, and I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, about how a friend of mine came over and used my switch as like a go-between. Be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. All right, we are back. So how did I help my buddy... Uh, with this same problem because he wanted to go to the same GameStop. He lives nearby. He wanted to trade in his Switch. And uh, we were talking and he goes, hey, uh, how many profiles are on your Switch right now? And I was like, well, I'd only have one on them right now. I haven't bothered to install my Japanese account or my European account or my New Zealand account. And he goes, can I come over, transfer my profiles to your Switch, then go trade in my Switch get the new switch, bring it back and transfer my profiles from your switch back to my switch. And I was like, yeah, sure, that works. And that's what we ended up doing. It took a while. It was a long and drawn out process, but it was much better than fighting uh, with the technology at GameStop. So uh, if you have a friend who has a Nintendo Switch and they have room on their Switch for profiles. I think you can have like eight profiles on your Switch. I'm not sure exactly how many, but I think you can have up to eight profiles. So if they have room for more profiles on their Switch and you want to do this exchange, go to your friend's house or have them come over, transfer your stuff to theirs, go trade in your Switch, and then transfer it to the new one. And it's going to be a lot less of a headache than I had. Um, so anyway... Gosh, I have here in the show notes that uh, the next thing that I was going to talk about is my 8-bit Doe SN30 Pro Plus. Like, I had an update that I wanted to talk about, and now I can't remember what it is. Um, maybe it'll come to me by the end of the show, but I will say this. Uh, the thing is awesome. It's been plugged in. or it's, I haven't plugged it in since I've gotten it, and it's not even down to, like, 75% battery yet. Uh, This is what happens when I don't write things down. I have the memory of a goldfish, so I forget things. But anyway, uh, it's a fantastic controller, and I'm... uh, Oh, now I remember what it was. Thank goodness. Um, The Tetris 99 had their Fire Emblem crossover event this weekend, and when when all of my downloading shenanigans finally finished, I grabbed my controller, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play that. I got to play that so I can get uh, get that 100 points and unlock the new theme before the weekend's over. So I grabbed it and I was like, oh, shoot, I'm using my SN30 Pro Plus because I very much prefer the Joy-Cons. And I said, ah, forget it. I'm just going to use this. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to get points so I can move on. Well, I got fourth place, which never happens. Like... I'm okay at Tetris, but the people who play online are insanely good, and they also understand the metagame about who you're supposed to attack and who you're not supposed to. I, I tend to either put it on randoms or attackers and just leave it there. Uh, but I played with the SN30 Pro Plus, and after about 10 minutes of playing Tetris with that, I was used to it, and it's really good. And I think the D-pad on that thing is fantastic. There was only like, I don't know, one time where I dropped a piece that I didn't mean to drop, and that could have been on me, not necessarily the controller, because uh, that happens sometimes when I use the Joy-Cons too. So anyway, that thing's awesome, and if you don't have one, uh, that's definitely a controller that you should check out. Oh, one more weird thing. When you pair it to your Nintendo Switch, for some reason, 
you know how when you um it said when when it comes up and it says connect controllers and you have to hit L and R, right? Uh, when you hit L and R, it pops up on the screen as a pro controller, but above it, for some reason, it says the word red. And I don't know what that means. Uh, it's not a red controller. I've got the one that looks like Super Nintendo uh, stuff with the purple buttons, so I'm not really sure about that. All right, I want to talk about Astral Chain, and I actually wasn't going to talk about this at all, but somebody mentioned it. Well, somebody asked, are you going to talk about the good reviews that Astral Chain is getting? And I said, probably not. I don't, I'm don't. i not really interested in that game, uh, so I don't know what I would say about it. And then somebody else said... Uh, that the game needs a demo. And I was like, that needs to go in the show notes. Absolutely. Astral Chain needs to have a demo. Look, let's take a look at Dragon Quest XI's Echoes of an Elusive Age. That just had a demo go out. And I know for a fact that there are people who played that demo that immediately bought it. All right, I saw them. I saw people talking about it. I had people talk to me about it. They played the demo and they were like, okay, this game is rad. I'm going to buy it. And so demos of good games sell games all right i bought arms because of the arms uh test punch i wouldn't have bought arms otherwise that game is fantastic and i would have slept on it i would have ignored it but it's just so good that that the demo sold it to me it's so much fun astral chain needs a demo. Currently, that game is sitting um, on Metacritic. And I first off, before we say anything, I got to say this. I, I don't put a lot of stock into Metacritic. I don't say, oh, this is an 81 and this is an 80. So that means that the 81 must be a better game than the 80. That's not how it works. Uh, but you can get a general idea if most outlets think that it's a generally good game or not. And uh, uh, Astral Chain currently has a meta score of 88, which is pretty damn good. 88 is the meta score for, for this game. And honestly, I'm very interested in it only because it's getting reviewed so well. I'm not going to pull the trigger on it because I know that it's from Platinum Games. And it's not that I have a problem with Platinum Games. It's not that I don't think Platinum Games makes a, make, make good games. It's that Platinum Games makes the type of game that generally doesn't really appeal to me. Uh, it's usually very button mashy, very combo heavy, and I'm bad at that kind of game, and I get frustrated at that kind of game, so I never finish that kind of game. Although, who are we kidding? Do I finish any games ever? No. Uh, so anyway, uh, Astral Chain needs a demo. If they want to sell me a copy of that game, then they need to put out a demo so that I can download it and try it out, and maybe I will get sucked in. Maybe the gameplay will be so fantastic, or maybe I'm wrong about the style of game that it is, that once I start playing it, I'm like, okay, I get it. This is really fun, and I want to play more of this. I'm going to buy it. Astral Chain needs a demo. Developers, and I've said this on the show and other shows and on my YouTube channel a million times, and on other people's podcasts too, Developers, if you are confident that you've got a good game, then you need to make a demo for it because it's going to sell. Uh, Soapbox GSTU in chat says, I'm really into the idea of that game, I'm, I'm, so I'm glad to hear it's getting a good reception. And I'm, I like the idea of the game, this idea where you have like these helpers that are linked to you via this chain and like 
but the gameplay itself, like I like the lore behind it, but the gameplay itself to me looks intimidating because I'm just not good at that kind of game. And so it kind of pushes me away. Uh, so, so that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. All right. So astral chain looks, looks really good. It needs a demo and, uh, I will probably end up buying it if it has a demo. So you heard it here first. Uh, speaking of games that are really good, I really can't say much about this game. However, I do have, let me mute that. Uh, I do have, um, up on my YouTube channel, 11 minutes of gameplay footage of a game called Grand Brie Shooter uh, or Grand Bricks Shooter. I really don't know how you're supposed to say it. Uh, and sorry, it looks uh, blurry right now. It's probably because I'm streaming and downloading and doing all kinds of crazy things at the same time. But it is a side-scrolling shoot 'em up or, or what I affectionately call bullet hell shooter. And if you are interested in finding out more about that game, well, first off, you can see 11 minutes of gameplay uh, over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. And uh, in a couple of days when the embargo is up, uh, you will see that a... Uh, the, you know, I've got uh, kind of like a review in progress video that I posted over on my uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, and there's a link to that in the uh, in the gameplay uh, video. So uh, there you go. Uh, let's talk about Super Hot real quick. I've got an update on the Super Hot uh, shenanigans. Uh, but before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's go racing! It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Mix it up for the big boys! Alright, we are back. Now, a couple of episodes ago, or maybe last episode, I can't remember when I talked about it, but Super Hot, uh, apparently the trailer that went out was of the PC version, and uh, myself included, a lot of people were like, that is not cool, However, it turns out that that is not true. Uh, it was actually uh, running on the Switch. So this is a tweet from Anders Hillestad. Uh, he is uh, he, he's a developer who works who, who is actually working on Super Hot, and he said that if anyone is wondering if we made Super Hot's Switch trailer using PC footage, no, absolutely not. Unfortunately, due to last minute excuse me, at last minute changes, we missed that a keyboard was registered and it was swapping on the, the on-screen prompt on the version on the European eShop. So basically what he's saying is, look, we had a PC, uh, or I'm sorry, a keyboard plugged into our Switch and that's what was causing it. Uh, I don't see this guy coming out and saying that anything that's n- like not 100% true about this because that could cause even more backlash. So I completely believe what Anders is saying here. Uh, So I guess we can all put away our our pitchforks. You know, I said when I talked about it, perhaps it was an honest mistake. I didn't think of that as being the mistake. I thought more of 
hey, let's put together some footage. Here's some footage to, to put in there. And they didn't really think about the source of that footage. Uh, turns out they did think about the source of the footage, but they didn't notice that it said press R when they had uh, when they were editing. Because honestly, I, if you've ever edited video, there's so many things that you're looking at. You're not going to notice something tiny like that. Uh, so uh, all of the hubbub about super hot using PC footage is actually not true. And uh, Anders and the, the team at Super Hot, I'm sorry that I spread misinformation on that. Uh, okay, uh, Final Fantasy VIII is getting a only a digital release. That means that we will not be getting a physical release of Final Fantasy VIII. That's not a huge surprise. Uh, Final Fantasy... Oh, I forgot to actually put the link in the show notes, so I only have the words. Um Okay, well, it's not getting a a physical release, and it's not a huge surprise. I don't think Final Fantasy IX had a physical release. Ten and ten two did. Uh, I think twelve did, but nine did not, and I know that seven did not. So, uh, you know, as they bring these games forward, sometimes it's going to make sense for them to have physical releases, and sometimes it's not. And apparently, Square did the math, and they said. We're not going to do a physical release for Final Fantasy VIII. By the way, when my buddy was over here and we were transferring his stuff to my Switch and and then his stuff from my Switch to hit back to his Switch, uh, he was telling me about Final Fantasy VIII and he was talking about the magic system in that game because it's a game that I never actually played. Uh, I ended up trading in my PS... uh, uh, my PlayStation, my original PlayStation 1 for something else. I can't remember what. And I was very into PC gaming at the time, so I really wasn't spending too much time. After Final Fantasy VII, after I finished that, I was done with basically console gaming for a while outside of Nintendo. Uh, So I ended up trading that in for something. I can't remember what. And I just never played Final Fantasy VIII. And I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, But he was telling me about the magic system, which seems really cool. uh, And it's got me intrigued. Now, am I going to buy this on September 3rd when it comes out? Probably not. It's the beginning of the school year. I'm already super busy with uh, with that. I'm also busy with Fire Emblem. I've got Link's Awakening coming on the 20th. And then uh, there's something else coming out. Oh, and then Dragon Quest XI S is coming out on the 27th, which I may or may not buy. I still am on the fence on that. Uh, so, oh, and then we've got on October 31st, we've got Luigi's Mansion. So do I have time for Final Fantasy VIII right now? I don't really. I mean, hell, I know that I love Final Fantasy VII. I bought that on Switch, and I still haven't even started the damn thing. So uh, <laughs> I don't have time for Final Fantasy VIII. But what he was telling me about the magic system seemed really, really cool, where basically uh, you can use an ability that will draw the magic out of an enemy. So let's say some 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 monsters attacking you. you use you use draw and it brings up a menu of the spells that they have and then you can steal that spell and then either save it or cast it right away and i just thought that seemed really cool and uh the way he was describing it he did a better job probably because he's more familiar with it uh but that made me really want to check it out all right uh it's time to wrap up the show if you want to become a part of the community and you absolutely should 
head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. I got a bunch of emails and a bunch of tweets to get to. Those are going to start going into the Saturday shows, I think. I'm going to save the feedback for the Saturday shows uh, because a lot of times the Saturday shows, we don't have as much to talk about uh, We because we just had a show the day before. So a lot of the feedback is going to go to the Saturday shows, at least I think so, for the for the foreseeable future. If you are looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Don't forget to about the giveaway at slash giveaway. And if you want to know more about my other shows, go to slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. Thank you guys for hanging out and spending some time with me. You're fantastic. And I will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.